Welcome to Kitchen Table Conversations, a series of short and shareable conversation starters for those of us who have or love and support people with a complicated and beautiful brain. Here's your host, Angela Geddes. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Kitchen Table Conversations. Is anybody else out there having a hard time believing that we're almost in the middle of March? Um, I think that for me, things are going particularly quickly because I'm smack in the middle of my very first round of social work training, specifically focused on social workers and frontline practitioners who engage in assessment and support services for people with complex mental health and maybe some learning and developmental issues or concerns. So, so pleased to be sharing space with so many people who are so committed to doing their best work and to support families in a really, really good way. So I think, again, that's why I'm feeling like this whole winter is just flying by. Um, But man, I'm really excited to see the sunshine and the longer days. And I hope everybody's taking some time to enjoy these last days of winter and uh, all the while eagerly anticipating all that's coming to grow and bloom as the spring arrives. Today is International Women's Day, and I think this is just a fabulous day to celebrate and just to acknowledge that women have proved on so many fronts that there is just such value to equality and to, you know, when it comes to societies and workplaces and communities and families. And we all do better when there is equal opportunity and when people have a choice and when people feel included. So, and I also think, you know, it's really important for us all to remember that equal does not mean the same. And it's totally cool to acknowledge and celebrate differences and different preferences and that there's no one size fits all. And there's no specific role that that women have to play um, in order to be seen as equal and, and contributors, right? So, I mean, I think that there is just really something to be said about the yin and the yang and the strength in diversity and partnership and, and acknowledging that in most every case, we can do better together. The issues around women's rights and equality are complex and sometimes nuanced and sometimes even controversial. Um, But the conversations really do need to continue and we need to be open to learning and hearing from one another and recognizing that gains are being made and, and there's a lot to celebrate. And that's because of some of the very fierce advocacy and strength in many of the the women who came before us. It's important to acknowledge that of the university applicants, 60% are women and 40% are men now. So things are shifting. Um, And so we need to be mindful of that. And again, celebrate um, the gains that are made and acknowledge that, that our focus needs to remain on equity and inclusion. And again, while we are making gains, there is still much work to be done in the sense of challenging our biases and the rules that we all have in our heads and what we understand to be the way things should be. So again, the theme for International Women's Day this year is embracing equity, and I would like to take a moment to focus on the many women who take on the caregiving role and the extra challenges that come with caregiving a child or a youth or an adult child who has been impacted by prenatal alcohol exposure. I salute and acknowledge and continue to be inspired by caregivers of all kinds, both men and women, who go the extra mile. But I think to be fair, women naturally do have more of of a prominent role in the caregiving experience. 
And regardless of the circumstances and the partnership dynamics uh, in individual households, and, and that's okay. The important thing to focus on, in my view, is that we continue to ensure that women have equal opportunities and choice. And given the choice, many women choose to embrace the caregiving role and wouldn't change it for the world. And this has to be celebrated too. Because for me, there is no greater responsibility and no greater honor and no greater accomplishments than being a mom to my three kids. But now I'd also like to take a moment to challenge the listeners to consider the extra stigma and bias that we have towards women when the children are struggling, struggling with more obvious behavioral difficulties, for example. Imagine walking through the mall while your child is having a temper tantrum or going to a doctor while the child is running all over and jumping all over the chairs and not responding well to any kind of direction. Imagine getting another phone call from the school because of your child's behavior and puzzling presentations. FASD and the impact of prenatal alcohol exposure is a whole family experience. Birth mothers experienced stigma and blame and shame even if they weren't aware of the pregnancy while they were consuming alcohol, or even if they just didn't understand the risks to the pregnancy as a result of their social drinking. Women also face bias and stigma as foster and adoptive parents when we assume that there are shortcomings in their parenting styles or approaches which leave children and youth expressing disruptive behavioral issues and that we assume are related to a lack of attachment or the history of trauma. But in many cases, it's actually a brain injury that results from prenatal alcohol exposure. Even without the external pressures and the blame and the shame and the continual feeling of being misunderstood, there's also the internal desire and the pressure that people put on ourselves and the sense of responsibility that caregivers have and feel when they're not meeting the mark or when their children are struggling. And this leaves them often feeling very inadequate. And I see regularly where parents are wondering, maybe I'm not the right parent for this child. This is not working for whatever reason. And this adds tremendous pressure and stress. And there are many examples of where FASD and the implications of prenatal alcohol exposure are misunderstood, misdiagnosed, and not supported in good ways. There are a lot of people who are feeling like they don't belong or have equal opportunities. The purpose of these kitchen table conversations is to do exactly what we're doing here in terms of starting conversations and keeping them going. And today is a perfect day to remind ourselves that we are stronger together when we have equal opportunity and when we recognize that people only know what they know and that everybody is doing their best and that we can be we all can become more inclusive and supportive. I believe it's up to all of us to support healthy pregnancies, healthy people, and healthy communities, and we can do just that by being there for one another. This morning I was reading a post by Jan Arden and um, she made me really stop and think when she said that judging others who are judgy in quotes is still judging. That made me stop and think, because I think we're all guilty a little bit around having preconceived notions about what should be happening or how we should be approaching different things. So we have to check our biases. They're not right or they're wrong, but they influence our interactions, and um, those things need to be considered. So on International Women's Day, let's keep the conversation going about equal opportunity, freedom of choice, 
and the idea that we all need helpers and none of us need to have superpowers. We just need to feel understood and that we belong, that we have opportunities and that there will be a soft place for us to land if we trip and we fall. Many of you know that I'm married to a musician and have a number of beautiful and creative people in my life who have incredible talents. A good friend of ours has just written and released a pretty amazing song that I would like to highlight on this day, International Women's Day. The song is called More Than Just a Number, and it begins by highlighting typical body measurements, focusing on our the pressure to have an hourglass figure, whether we're too thick or we're too thin, or the desire to be the Barbie doll figure, recognizing that one size does not fit all, and that we are more than just a number. We're more than the gray hair, the fine lines on our face. The song expands upon the pressures that we put on ourselves around age and the what we should be doing at age 27, 28, 29. Should we be starting a family? Should we be buying the house? Should we be buying the car? Should we be fitting into the general stereotypes that continue to exist in our society today? The song goes on to explain how you know, we're more than what you see, and sometimes the weight of these extra pressures and the biases and the stereotypes can kind of pull us under. So again, here's the opportunity to keep the conversation going and do what we can to support ourselves and one another. I'd like to show my support and my admiration for a strong woman in my life, and her name is Jessie T, who is this one of the songwriters and the performer of the song that I just mentioned. It's called More Than Just a Number, so feel free to check it out on your streaming platforms. With many thanks, Angela. <laughs>